a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Your voice, your vote. Utah's vice presidential debate. Special coverage on Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. It is great to be with you today. And as promised before the break, uh, we are bringing in the one and only, the great political mind of the state of Utah and head of the Hinckley Institute of Politics at the University of Utah, Jason Perry, to help us talk vice presidential debate. Jason, thanks for joining us. So glad to be with you, Boyd. Hey, I, I know this is a super crazy uh, day and couple of days for you, uh, trying to get all of this lined up and ready to roll, dealing with the campaign, security, broadcast, all of those things. Uh, give us a little behind the scenes. Uh, what's been surprising to you? What have you learned over the last uh, few days? Well, you're right. This is an exciting time, and the, the logistics behind an event like this are amazing during a normal period of time. Uh, but the, what, what the issues surrounding COVID and our, our requirements to have everyone kind of masked up and safe and being careful have made it even more difficult. But imagine this. It's just an amazingly big event. And what you're right, everywhere from the people put in the infrastructure, uh, and today all the media are arriving. So all the cameras are going up. All the trucks are coming up. People are doing their interviews outside of the buildings. They're getting some pictures of Kingsbury Hall. They're talking to the students. It is just a really amazing time behind the scenes. And this place is really coming together. It feels alive. Uh, that's awesome, uh, especially coming out of uh, a, a really empty campus for so long. It's nice to get a little bit of energy rolling there. You know, I, I loved what President Ruth Watkins, uh, president of the University of Utah, said over the weekend when she talked about the debate itself and saying that civic engagement is a core value of our nation. Uh, and as we host the 2020 vice presidential debate, Utah students will be able to learn about the political process and experience firsthand how being involved matters. How have you seen that playing out? Well, it is such the right message right now for our students on campus, and I think this is the case across the country. You kind of see what's happening sometimes in politics, and you see the fights and you know, some of the negative sides of the side of it. And sometimes, you know, people tend to decide I'm not going to be part of it at all. And this event right now, what we're looking to do with it for our students to say, no, this is the time when you have to double down on your effort. This is the time that you have to be engaged because none of it will ever get any better if you don't. And so, you know, we've been having a series of forums uh, for our students. We have hundreds of volunteers even on campus right now uh, in socially responsible ways, uh, meeting with the campaigns and the media, seeing how things work. Because this is the truth in government, uh, Boyd. I've just found is once you know what the levers are connected to, you have some power. And this event really helps people understand what what the levers of government are, see what they're connected to, see who they're connected to. And that's when you can make a difference. Uh, I I love that. And uh, I I couldn't agree more that this is the that the answer to being frustrated with the political process is not to disengage from the political process. Uh, that's what the, uh, well, we'll call them the bad guys uh, <laughs> on both sides of the aisle want. They want to grind you down, wear you out, and just have you become passive because then they get to, to maintain power. And there there is a large number out there of individuals that have either 
disconnected and stepped away or who are debating themselves whether they will actually make it from the couch to the kitchen table uh, to cast their vote this year. Uh, and so let's talk for a minute uh, about the candidates rolling in. Of course, uh, Vice President Pence rolling into Utah later today. Uh, Senator mm-hmm. Kamala Harris uh, came into Utah over the weekend, uh, had some great uh, movement in and about the city. Uh, as you look at the debate and size it up, uh, many are saying, hey, this this may be the first time the vice presidential debate really, really matters. Uh, how do you see it? And what do you think the strategy is going in for both candidates? Yeah, I think this one does matter. I, I tell you, Boyd, I'm not sure many have heard this, but as we met with the Commission on Presidential Debates uh, a couple of days ago, they indicated to us that this is going to be the most watched vice presidential debate in history. It is that kind of event. Um, well over 100 million people watching this. And I think that's why uh, this leads to my answer about what I think we need to see from these candidates we're going to get. I think that we're, we're going to get to some substance. And I think they're going to have to talk about the path forward through this pandemic. When you see what's going on in the White House with the president and uh, members of government coming down with this with this disease, uh, it becomes even more clear that we need a calm, steady hand on this issue. And I think that's what both of these candidates are going to do. They're going to paint a picture for the way out, not just the way out on the health on the healthcare side, but also as it relates to the economy. I think this may be our one chance to get a really, really clear view of where these candidates are on this issue, on these two issues in particular. Uh, I think that's so important. And uh, we've been talking uh, throughout the morning and uh, in some of our print products today that uh, as the country is at a crossroads, uh, it wouldn't be a bad idea for both of these campaigns to actually look at the the crossroads of Utah, which, of course, has been the crossroads to the West and is uh, rapidly becoming a crossroads to the world. What lessons do you think uh, both uh, Kamala Harris and uh, Mike Pence can learn from the state that they can then parlay into some national conversations in this debate? Well, as you and I have talked about in the past, it is clear that Utah punches above its weight in Washington, D.C., in terms of the policies and in terms of our representation. And I think that's because there is a Utah way to these policies. Um, On both sides of the aisle, we see people coming together often, but Utah has done done the response in, in the right way. When it comes to our economy, it's very responsible. It's thought out. It's not just reactionary. It's more uh, forward-looking in terms of uh, where we need to be tomorrow while we're thinking about people today. I think these are, these are some of the hallmarks, but also one of the unique things about Utah that I've seen is we are a uniquely patriotic place. Uh, even when there's differences of opinion in politics, uh, there is this collective higher good that people are still looking at. That's something I think we need even more in Washington, D.C. We can disagree, but there's some higher level principles for all of us that we have to look look into and protect. Uh, I think that's uh, so vital. And uh, so many of what uh, the things that you do up at the Hinckley Institute of Politics there at the University of Utah uh, really are creating space for those kinds of opportunities, that kind of elevated dialogue, that kind of education to take place. Uh, I, I happen to know uh, you've got one of those events uh, going on today that's centered around the vice presidency, a, a virtual event today. Oh, we do. And I'm so glad you mentioned it because you're one of our star guests, Boyd. So I'm glad you remember that you have that. Don't forget, 12 o'clock is when you're doing that today. That's right. But, but you're, so today you, you're going to be joining some amazing panelists, some of our uh, political science professors at the U, Jennifer Napier-Pierce, will be joining as well. This is talking about the vice presidency, the role of the vice president, how it's evolved over time, what its role is today. And this is such a perfect time, hopefully, for everyone listening at 12 o'clock. 
you can go to hinkley.utah.edu to, to get the link to do this virtually. But this is a panel everyone should watch. It's something everyone should know. And I'm so grateful you're willing to do it, Boyd. Oh, well, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to learning today. So uh, for all our listeners, uh, the moment I'm done off the air, I'm going to sign off. I am going to run to my office and pop open my Zoom screen uh, and join this virtual event on the vice presidency. Really looking forward to what I'm going to learn today from Jim Curry, who's the associate professor of political science, uh, also Juliet Carlisle, also an associate professor of political science. Uh, and I just know I'm going to learn a lot uh, in this discussion. And of course, as you mentioned, Jennifer Napier Pierce uh, will moderate that and she's a, a master at that. So we're, we're really looking forward to uh, having that conversation coming up at noon today. Again, you can go to hinkley.utah.edu to uh, get the link to that uh, virtual event today. Really worthwhile. Uh, Jason, before I let you go, we got just about 30 seconds here. Uh, if you if you got your one question in, uh, in this vice presidential debate, what do you want to know from these two candidates? Well, so so I, I mentioned before my one question was going to be, what have you learned from a mistake with policy in the past? But right now, I've alluded to my question, what's going forward now is, what exactly is the path forward on the pandemic? Where is the country positioned right now? Where is it going to be in the short term, the plan for the long term? I think we have to know that. Ah, fantastic. Jason Perry, uh, who heads the Hinckley Institute of Politics at the University of Utah, host of the vice presidential debate coming up on Wednesday. Great insight as always, Jason. I'm sure we'll be talking to you again real soon. Good luck with all the preparations uh, as the nation and really the world looks to Utah once again for principles and policies that make a difference for communities. Thanks for joining us, Jason. Thank you, Boyd. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.